it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. A fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust panel. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything. Keep on moving out, keep on moving in because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 but you still can't hide. And I bought out a tooth for a tooth, both for me, and I'll set you free. Rap on, brother, rap on. Well, the only person talking about love and brother is the preacher. Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, humiliation, obligation to my nation. Rising past the Beatles, new records of gas. And the only safe place 
laid on Eve of destruction, tax deduction Infect of the collective population now because I want to make an introduction to this movie I'm about to play over here in the mansion. Now, um, I was, um, it was a movie Don recommended, I guess maybe last week, sometime last week. I forget the name of it, but um, matter of fact, it was called, they was chasing, hunting each other, hunting people, um, hunting um, conservatives down. And I'm shooting them and shit like that. And um, there was a scene towards the end where they both shot each other, and they reference um, Animal um, Animal Farm, which is a George Orwell um, novel turned into a movie, like a cartoon movie. But it's the message. What it's about is very, very powerful. It's like what's happening today, or really what they want the future to be. So I'm going to play um, Animal Farm for the first hour. Like I said, it's live in the mansion. I have it streaming. And um, next week, I'm going to, for the first hour of the show, I'm going to play 1984, the movie. Because there was a movie um, about the the George Orwell book, 1984. It came out in 1984. So... If you didn't get to hear, if you weren't around when it was read on Hot Damn Politics, probably about six, seven years ago, Don uh, read it. Um, I was on that show, Fireline is, many others. 
who um, participated um, during that show, but to read 1984 uh, was real powerful. So I'm gonna play the um, gonna play the movie next week. Um, it's, a, it's about almost two hours, so that's perfect. It, it'll be two part two part series, you know, for the next subsequent shows. So, but this one, 1984, just pay attention. You know, it don't it don't hurt. It don't really cost nothing to pay attention. So, check it out. We'll go over it. You know, talk about some of the big, you know, poignant points in Animal Farm. What is it saying? Do you see the similarities today of um, Animal House? All right. No, excuse me, Animal House, Animal Farm. All right. So here you go. And I'll see y'all at the top of the hour when we get ready to kick off the show. On the evening our story begins, it was later than usual when Mr. Jones came home from his drinking to make his rounds.
They were followed by Boxer, largest and strongest of the horses, and his devoted friend, Benjamin, the donkey. All the other animals, great and small, were anxious to get there, for such a meeting had never been held before. Major had been ailing, and now he had made known there were some things he wanted to say to his fellow animals before it might be too late. for all to find their seats. The pigs had taken up the best positions immediately in front of the platform. Among them, Snowball, determined to get a good view. And Napoleon, equally determined and even less polite. What was that? Oh, we 
deserve such a fate? Is this farm too poor to support us all? No, comrades. When a farm is rich, but we'll never get our rightful share from Farmer Jones. Overthrow this evil tyrant, and we shall be rich and free. But remember, when you have got rid of Jones, don't adopt his vices. We animals are brothers, large or small, clever or simple, fur or feathers. Now and forever, all animals are equal. The very next morning, sooner perhaps than old Major would have predicted, the animals found their situation quite unbearable.
And so, almost before they realized it, the animals had fought and won. They had casualties to mourn, and those who died left children to be cared for. But Manor Farm was theirs, and they lost no time in destroying everything that reminded them of hateful Mr. Jones. to Mr. Jones's house, the animals hesitated. Napoleon showed the way, but Snowball took the lead in entering the place where their tyrant had lived.
Jones's house was no place for them. All that is, except Napoleon. <laughs> Meantime, Snowball led the other animals in organizing a new society, which they now named Animal Farm. So that all might see and agree, the laws of Animal Farm were inscribed in a prominent place to be remembered and obeyed forever. No animal shall sleep in a bed. No animal shall drink alcohol. Four legs good, two legs bad. <laughs> Were you scouts' legs? farm by themselves posed problems for the animals, but the pigs could think of a way around every difficulty.
was the admiration of everybody. He had been a hard worker in Jones's time, but now he seemed more like three horses than one. Instructed by Snowball, other animals worked out the rest for themselves, and the farm work was done like magic. everyone, including sly Napoleon and his constant companion, fat, pink squealer. the animals, without any help or any interference, made a going proposition of Animal Farm. safely home, the animals had time to think of the future. And 
At a meeting in the big barn, many resolutions were put forward. It was always the pig who made the resolution. Courage, our first prime month's plan is a far-wide triumph. And the time has come to spread the glorious news so that our downtrodden comrades on other farms will break their chains and join the animal revolution. <laughs> To the Some animals, content with their lot, were unimpressed by tales of peace and plenty. Others, happy in their own surroundings, were alarmed at the thought of any change. Nothing was done about it, for the drunken Mr. Jones and his cronies did not know what to do. Snowball felt that education was the animal's next necessity. Some of the animals were brighter than others, of course. B! C! D!
Snowball set himself to solve the problem of power on the farm. And so did Napoleon. In January, there came bitterly hard weather. Inexperienced management brought shortages to Animal Farm. But Snowball continued his thinking for the future. And in such thoughts, he was not alone. Snowball disposed of, Napoleon stepped up confidently to take charge of Animal Farm. And Fat Pink Squealer became his obedient follower and assistant. Whish. 
Comrades, Snowball is a traitor. What was he really planning? To bring back Jones. Now, let's have no more of these useless meetings. Hey. From now on, I'll protect your interests. And I'll make your decisions. Let me show you my plan for Animal Farm. <laughs> And so the windmill was started after all. Nothing could have been achieved without Boxer, whose strength was greater than that of all the other animals put together. Superintended by the pig, all the animals worked long shifts which lasted from dawn till dusk. were shortened for the workers, but the pigs, by virtue of their brain work, were plentifully provided for. But the greatest inspiration came from Boxer, who, with his friend Benjamin, worked early and late, in season and out.
One evening, after working long and late, as usual, Boxer and Benjamin made a curious discovery. What now went on at night in Jones's house spread quickly through Animal Farm. Some of the animals thought they remembered a law against beds, but obviously they were mistaken. Other changes in the laws of Animal Farm were in store. Those ungrateful beasts of yours. Cheer up. This won't last. Another winter will bring them to their knees. Anyway, where are they going to buy the things they need? In Mr. Jones's circle, the subject of shortages at Animal Farm was a popular one. And a shop trader named Wimper was just the sort to do something about it. just saying that their eggs should never be taken from them.
Innocent suffered with the guilty, and the chicken's uprising was short-lived. Comrades, I have made a terrible discovery. There are traitors among us. Yes, comrades. In league with Jones and Snowball. <laughs> to destroy Animal Farm. <laughs> Who else is guilty? Send up and confess! between Animal Farm and the outer world now became quite brisk. As might be expected, 
Mr. Wimper's profits inspired others to seek their share, or at least give vent to their jealousy. Animal Farm seems to be making money. Who ever heard of animals running a farm? Have you seen a windmill? Come on, let's kick him out. Yes, kick him out. <laughs> the original owner was not invited to join this movement. His neighbors let him know his day was done. <laughs> has mobilized all his forces against us. We must save the animal farm from the hateful enemy. At all costs. Now is the time to fight, to die for animal farm.
began the heartbreaking job of rebuilding. And as before, Boxer and Benjamin worked hardest of all. By now, supervision of the work by pigs was hardly necessary, so they had time for less laborious pursuits. After the other animals left the job, Boxer and Benjamin worked on and on, giving their all, year in, year out. generation of pigs grew up, endowed with what were considered arts and graces very flattering to animal farm and its presiding genius.
But still, the windmill was not finished. And Boxer's injured foot got worse instead of better. Napoleon and Squealer made plans for Boxer. Benjamin predicted he could look forward to a well-earned rest and retirement. Next day, the windmill work went on as usual, but now without Boxer. And during the morning, what appeared to be an ambulance arrived. Only Benjamin suspected it wasn't an ambulance. finally recognized the death wagon from Mr. Wimper's glue factory.
I was with him right to the end. His last words were, Forward, comrades! Long live Napoleon! As for the wicked rumour that Boxer was sold to a glue factory, our beloved leader would never do that. Long live Napoleon! Long live Napoleon! And that night, the pigs drank to Boxer's memory and the whiskey they had bought to Boxer's life. Years passed. The seasons came and went. The short animal lives fled by. The completed windmill stood as a monument to its builder's faith and sacrifice. But the animal's revolution was only dimly remembered. Outwardly, Animal Farm appeared prosperous. But the animals themselves were no better off, with the exception of the pigs and their supreme leader, Napoleon. His pig-run enterprise now had many of the frills of real civilization. And one fine day, pig delegates from far and wide arrived at Animal Farm to celebrate the coming of a new era. When reports of this great change reached them, other animals everywhere were incredulous. Dismayed and indignant, they headed toward Animal Farm from all directions, instinctively uniting once again in common cause.
followers. On farms owned and operated by kings, there is order and discipline. Our lower animals do more work and eat less than on other farms. This will encourage you to make your lower animals work even harder and eat even less. To a greater animal farm. To peace and plenty under pig To the day when pigs own and operate farms everywhere. <laughs> to the animals, it now seemed that their world, which may or may not someday become a happy place to live in, was worse than ever for ordinary creatures. And another moment had come when they must do something about it. Let's see if we get a hand clap. Can we get a hand clap? Can y'all hear me? Mm. Can y'all hear me? Uh, Let me get a one in there. Can y'all hear me? 
know exactly what's happening right now. Can you hear me, Sam? No? Okay, okay, okay. Give me one second. All right, all right. Give me one second here. If y'all can hear me on the line, uh, we're going to hear a little bit of a pause for a hot minute. And then we're going to get back into this thing here. That's what happened. Uh... Hold on one second. Let me see Hold on. Let me see if I can do this here. Give me a second. All right. We're going to do this. Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. A fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact statement tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. 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 Hot damn politics.
O queen of the two lands, Nefertiti, Egypt cries out for your help. The menace and Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwapu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. If only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracting the minds of your people, and if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu. As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or killed, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape is self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Nefertiti. Good evening, 
this hot damn politics again every Wednesday night. We do it right here on Real Nigga Radio, WGAG Radio. You know how we do it. Got a lot for us tonight. Hope y'all enjoyed the. I hope y'all enjoyed that um, Animal Farm, though, real talk. I, I just thought it was just so relevant right now because we living in them days and times. So, all right. So everybody was paying attention. All right, let, let's do a little build here. Let's do just do a little build on interpretations because everything is always up for interpretation for the most part, right? But just how many of y'all saw the correlation between Animal Farm and what's really popping today? Right, I know y'all did because I've seen um, Boss Lady and and uh, and Rich and everybody and Barb talking about that's that shit right now, right? So let's just go over it. Let's just go over it real, real quick, right? Before we get into other things, I want to say first and foremost before I get into that, before I dive and delve, we delve into that. I want to say what's up to everybody that's in the building. Recognition for everybody that's here because you can be doing anything and anyone. As you know, but you're here tonight, so that means a lot. I appreciate that. I appreciate that greatly. So first and foremost, I want to say what's up to everybody that's over there in the AP. We've got two places at the same damn time. Some of the old heads, we're still over there. Sister Zena's in the building. What's going on with Zena over there in the after party? Ethereum Forever is over there in the AP. Also see Mush over there in the AP. What's going on with you all over there? Let's go to the mansion. Let's go to the mansion. This thing where everybody is at, where all the rooms are at in my mother's house. There are many mansions. We over here at the WJG mansion. I want to say what's up to Nanerta L's in the building. What's going on with you, Nanerta? Bar L as well. What's going on with you, Bar? Bar L is in the building. Shamalam, Shamala. Mama, Shamala Mama, a.k.a. Miss Hudson. What's happening, Miss Hudson? I see Nanya is in the building. What's going on with you, Nanya? Nanya's hanging out tonight. Boss Lady is in the building. What's going on, Boss Lady? Big boss. Sadia B is in the building. What's going on with you, Sadia? It's good to see you also here tonight. Kicking it. You kicking it? I was kicking it like a soccer shoe. What's up, Tamuz? L is in the building. What's going on with you, Tamuz? Long time no see, Tamuz. Who else was over there? Um, let me go into the general because people still hang out in the general. Can people in the general still hear the show? I guess they can. I, I suppose they can hear the show um, through the general. I don't know. Either way it go. I'm going to say what's up. I see Twink Star over there. I see her phone. I see her thing is lit up. So what's happening? They can hear? Okay, because I don't, I, I rarely hang out over there, you know. I didn't know they can hear, so that's what's up. I see Panda Man. What's going on with you, Brian? Panda Man is in the building. I be that I am. You know who he is. It's also over there in the general. I said Charm. Nine 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 is also over there. If y'all come to the voice room, y'all can see the videos that I'm playing. So if you want to see the videos that I got on deck and that I'm um, playing for um, on the show, you got to come into the voice um, to the voice room, the, you know, the voice part of the mansion. Because again, there's many rooms in the mansion, so you got to uh, head head on over to the voice room to see the videos that are being played. But and of course. 
the one and only Don Nicole Yomis, WGAG herself. What's going on with you, Don? So, Don, if you can hear me, if you can hear me, I'm going to need a favor from you. Um, I'm going to need um backup on the stream because my Internet has been just, it's been going in and out, in and out. So um, I'm going to try to get through as much as I can, y'all, because I, I called in. Um, the host is actually, the host um, call in is was through my computer. And so being that my Internet is going in and out, it's already hooked up. So it might go off during the overtime, hopefully. Um, it hangs up before OT. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm upgrading my, my stuff, man, because, uh, yeah, what is this called? Um, Xfinity, Comcast, overrated. It's just it's just overrated to pay top dollar and not get quality service. You got to make a move. So new fiber optics um, company out this way. So I'm just dealing with them a lot faster, you know, new, better technology. That's one thing about the new. Is he can bring competition, and you know, you know, the best way to ever take away uh, competition from big conglomerates is to make a a better product, right? Build something better, and undercut them in the market on pricing. You do that, you gonna have a flood of people that said it your way. So I'm one of the many that are now using um, about to use Sonic. They get here tomorrow. I don't know if y'all have fiber um, um, Sonic uh, fiber optics out your way, but you know, I mean, it's a quarter of the price that I was paying for um, fucking um, extreme Comcast. It's like, you talk about fucking ripoff. $200 for this shit. <laughs> you not get, I'm not getting my money's worth at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I, I think they are a West Coast company. They, they straight out of San Francisco. So, I mean, I know they're based out of San Francisco. I don't know how wide stretching. I think they just might be in uh in Cali right now, but yeah, they, they can, you know, upgrade fucking um, the fiber optics. I mean, Comcast is trash. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's straight trash. You shouldn't, shouldn't, your internet shouldn't be going, constantly going in and out when you're paying that kind of money, you know, for your, you don't, you're not getting the bang for your buck. So, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about um, this animal farm real quick, because man, i just seen so many similarities. And um, I even had to take some notes watching this cause just so I can make sure that I'm able to go over this with y'all, man, because it's, it's happening, like, right now. I mean, you can we can always say that they've been chipping away, chipping away, because we know um, when it comes to the transformation of society, they've been trying to do it. They've been implementing this plan for almost, for almost 70 years, right? Almost 70 years. <laughs> Under nurses said they're playing games with the power and the internet. Oh. For the hurricane, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something that <laughs> wait till I tell y'all this is later on. <laughs> the shit that they doing with energy in the state of California is no joke. That shit just just hit for real, for real. We talk about what they doing now. That shit is here, and it's now it's a reality for me now. It's a reality now. I see it because now it's in the pockets for real. I'm before matter of fact, before I even go into I'm gonna just tell you what the fuck happened. I just got my energy bill. I just got my um my PG and E. We call it PG and E, Pacific Gas and Electric, right? One company. They pretty much got a corner, they they they're conglomerate, they pretty much got um Northern California hemmed up. 
right? I think Southern California might have something, or they might not. PG&E, I think Pacific Gas and Electric got the, pretty much the whole entire state. Well, that energy price just synced it for the first time. Let me tell you, it is no joke. So, you know, I don't know how it is um, in, in your um, state, but does your gas and um, electric um, bill come together? Or is, it, or is it just um, each service you get a different bill for it? Y'all let me know. Separate. Uh, Sadia so said separate. Boss Lady said gas, so gas and electric is uh, separate. Separate, separate. So everybody, okay, so just about a lot of people got separate um, gas and electric. Well, no gas, just electric. Okay, so here in Cali, those are two separate charges on one bill. Right, like I said, it's called Pacific Gas and Electric. So the electric and the and the gas is is on done by the same um, company. But check this out. On average, my bill per month would be about mm, I would say combined about two by about two thirty or two hundred thirty two two forty, but two thirty two forty on average. On average, just combined, that's my gas and my electric per month. Well, the bill came day before yesterday. My electric was average, as it always is, about one twenty-five, about one twenty-five. The baby, the gas portion of that motherfucker. I said, this got to be. A fucking misprint. <laughs> I said, wait. I said, this got to be a motherfucking misprint. Gas, y'all. My gas portion of my bill was six hundred dollars. Overall, seven hundred and thirty-two dollars. Yes, seven hundred and thirty-two dollars. I kid you not. <laughs> right. Right? Six hundred for gas. I rarely use I use my air fryer more than anything. I don't I don't even stay on the oven that much. I don't use air. You know, all that, I mean, think about gas. Your gas what you got a water heater keeper, you know, your hot your water hot and shit like that. It is started. It has started, and, it's, and, it's, and it has started in California. It is here. They want to phase out all gas anyway, natural gas, all that shit. Gavin Newsom, the governor, has already put out that they want to get rid of all gas stoves. They want people in California to get rid of their gas stoves. They want to phase them out by the next um, four to six years. I already told you about the cards, right? Yep. You know, so this is the kind of shit, right, that make you that you <laughs> you you gonna either you have the funds to take care of this or you have to leave the state. There's there's truly California is is the testing ground right now. I don't know what it's like. I don't live in New York. I know New York. Usually New York, California, and Illinois they love to run. Um, these social experiments, any type of policy they want to get down. But it's truly in California because the reason why is because California is the fifth largest economy in the world, okay? 
the state generates has the the state itself has the fifth largest economy in the world. So that's bigger than you know what I'm saying South American countries, European countries, all that is come out of the state of California. So and we have the second largest population in the entire country, right? Outside of Texas. So they they love to use this as the ground to get shit jumping off to see how people are going to react and what they want to do. And it's going to be, it's a macrocosm of what they want to, to install. You know what I'm saying? They really want in the state of California for it to be strictly, strictly the rich or the poor, the rich and the poor, the poor doing all the work for those who are well off. And this is why, this is one of the main reasons, as we already know, why they flood, they are flooding the border um, states. California happens to be one of them. Okay. Yeah, I'm thankful I can pay it, but I had to call. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I had to call. Like, are you serious? To me, they always been thieves, but this shit, it's here. Six hundred dollars for a gas. Four of us here. You don't use six hundred dollars worth of gas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? But even even more to the fact, check this shit out. Even more to the fact, there is a surcharge. I, I, I'm looking at the bill. Okay, I'm I'm already pissed because I see six hundred on the gas. But then there's an eighty dollar surcharge for something called community. Let me get the bill. Matter of fact, because I want to make make sure that I um get what it says it is. It's called community something. And it's an $80 charge called community. Let me see. Let me get the bill. <clears throat> One second. Oh, let's see if I put this one here. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It's a community charge. A community, but number. Do y'all remember when the reduction, Inflation Reduction Act, when we read it on the show, and remember one element that I said that they wanted to institute community energy, like an energy grid or something separate for community, right, for this community? Well, they're already taking it out of our pocket. The fuck is a community charge? A community energy charge? What the fuck is that? Well, I, we know what it is. Remember when we read when we read the bill, they said that they wanted to create two separate types of energy bills, like one that you can be that um, will be a lot lower than like than gas. Remember that the gas and electricity they wanted. To make them very separate, one was going to be a lot cheaper, which was going to be the community shared grid as compared to if you want to have your house run solely like with PG&E, right? With that company, it's going to be tremendously higher. Well, here it is, right smack dab on my front door. You know what I'm saying? Smack dab right here on my front door. It is here. So all the thing that tells me is that they're going to continue to charge that 
and saying it's going to be for a program for people who really cannot afford their gas and electricity bills. I can tell you that now. I already see it coming. That that's a program that they're setting aside for those who cannot pay to have their lights on and shit and their gas, you know, going. Because they want to phase out, um, you said natural gas, they want to get rid of. So it's strictly um, a strictly electric uh, grid. You know, your stove to be electric, everything, all that, and to, for it to be shared. Because they know that there's only going to be certain amount of people who can afford to pay that higher cost to have their home, their apartment, their condo, whatever the fuck, run at that price. To have some meaning that you can watch TV when you want, use your washer and dryer when you want, washing machine, you know what I'm saying, your dishwasher is here. $80 sir, uh, an additional $80 charge on top of this, um, that all um, comes into the total of $732 for energy bill, gas and electric. It's wild. I thank the most high that I, I can afford that, but I, it's here. You know what I'm saying? It's it, That fucking plan is in motherfucking motion. And check this out. Check this out. So because California, the um, is the jump off. There was a law. Let me let me pull this up for y'all. There was a law that was put in place that for whatever energy standards California does, seventeen other states signed along, signed on to it. Seventeen other states signed on to whatever energy policies California implements that they follow suit. Let me let me pull up. Let me pull this shit up for. Them. Yeah, man, it was real. Uh, the 17 states that follow California, uh, what's it, energy guidelines. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. And this is just, it. it here it is, my man. Here it is. 17 states. This is just on the cars. But trust, it's not just the electric vehicles. It's all energy. It's going to be all fucking energy, not just elect, um, EVs, electric vehicles. 17 states more California's EV 2035 mandate. Only five of the 17 states that previously adopted some, some or all of California's tailpipe emission standards, which are stricter than the federal rules. This is why governors are so important, fam. This is why governors are hella important when it comes on the local level and the state level. You know, the federal shit, we know what time it is, but this is why governorship is, is so important because as of right now, you still states still can do their own thing. States still have their own like constitution, state constitutions, and things of that nature. All right, but check out here are the seventeen states. It said as of May thirteenth, KRB lists seventeen other states. Here we go. New York, right? This is that they want the roadmap by twenty thirty five to have one hundred percent electric vehicles. 
It is, and it's not that. It, I'm telling you now, that's just the opening. It's just the opening. Okay? New York, Massachusetts, Vermont, Maine, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Washington, Oregon, New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, Colorado, Minnesota, Nevada, Virginia, and New Mexico. How many of those are any of those states? Any 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 fam out here? Any of those your states? Anybody? No. You can see that they have a, a pretty much a, a pattern, right? They're all, for one, the majority on the coastlines, on the coast, both east, you know, on the eastern seaboard and on the west. New England, Massachusetts, okay, okay, yeah, New York, right, okay. It said Washington, Massachusetts, New York, Oregon, and Vermont are expected to adopt the ban, by Colorado and Pennsylvania probably won't. This is according to Associated Press as of September the 7th. It said in Virginia, the rule would apply if Democrat penned the 2021 legislation remains in effect according to the state attorney. And I'm going to just put it like this. That's, like I said, that's just the beginning. And so, and I'm, and you know, and the reason why they want you all on electric, because <laughs> they want to be able to control where you go, how far you can go, okay? A, a nation of our size, of America's size, cannot function properly as, a, as an entire nation cannot function on straight renewables, it's not possible. It is not feasible. You cannot just run a nation on renewables. It's not, thank you, newbie, it's not sustainable. It's not. Not possible. But, yeah. I wanted to drop that on you because I said, damn. When I really you know how it is, when you open up the bill, you're like, what the fuck is this? It's here. California, man, on um, gas right now is inched up uh, even more, six um, six fifty nine a gallon right now. So it's inched up, and that shit ain't went down nowhere, nowhere else. I mean, it's just starting to climb back up, but it's been up. Um, and Cali and it's only gone further up. What up? And um, my man, uh, Mr. Ricks was up in there. So these motherfuckers are today really good liars, you know. I mean, they're not really good liars, but they lie, and ain't nobody holding them accountable on their lies. Because when the, when the shit went down, Joe Biden was trying to take credit for it. But we do you know why it went down nationwide for about? three for four about a month is because he was tapping into the strategic oil reserves. Okay. He was tapping into the strategic oil um, reserves that um, you use in case of of a national emergency. And that shit is almost tapped out. And that's why it's going back up and it's going back up because states like California, right? People don't understand California um, outside of Texas, Alaska, and throughout the Gulf region produces the most oil and natural gas throughout the country. Well, they make it so 
very difficult through um, environmental standards, right, and that um, refineries are not putting money into uh, building new refineries. Biden made sure that leases, oil reserves, like leases to drill and to refine, because that is a, that takes that's a serious process. He pulled those um, those deposits off the table. See, don't let them lie to you. They took them shits off of the table, right? And told them we don't want you out there drilling. So now shit is getting dire and prices are starting to start to, are starting to balloon. Now they're trying to save face uh, save face and are asking with a, it's a fake ask. Let me tell you, it's a fake ask talking about to um ask some gas stations to lower their prices. That's not how it works. A gas station is not gonna lower their price because the price the market indicates the fucking price. You know what I'm saying? Saudi Arabia, the um, OPEC just reduced their um, output by 2%. But do you understand why they did it? They did it because there's not a demand for it. Because all over the country, people are taking their fucking refineries and, and, and their nuclear shit offline. They're shutting this shit down purposely. They're taking these things offline. So OPEC looking and saying, well, we in the business of making motherfucking money outside of um, being a part of this whole globalist agenda. They know, what, they know what will happen if they reduce the output. But the demand is not there because prices are becoming absorbent. So people, what? They stop traveling. Because, you know, if you ain't got 150 or 125, you can just 130 to put in your gas tank, depending on what kind of car you drive or whatever the case may be, you know depending on what you drive, um, it might cost you a C-note to fill up. It might cost you 80 90 a C-note to fill up. You know what I'm saying? And, and so people can't do that all the time, depending on how much um, discretionary funds you got. You know what I'm saying? And that's the truth. So OPEC reduces the output, which makes now the price go even higher. So it's all contrived, family. It's all contrived. And it's only a matter of time before it starts being felt throughout the rest of the country. California just get it first. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's going to be a ton of people who will not be able to um, pay their gas and electric. It's, it's too costly. All by design. Real motherfucking talk. All by design, family. We're going to show on this show tonight how it is by design. Okay. The whole purpose of this is to reduce the population with crude oil. There was a population jump. Absolutely. And with the industrial revolution, absolutely. A, a modern society or any society, the, the backbone of, you know, of a civilized society is its energy, is its ability to produce energy. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like the found. That's like the building blocks of of life and of a society is energy. When you don't have proper energy, you have starvation. You have all kind of things that come into the fold when you don't have proper energy. And check it out. 
it's, it's I'm telling you, wait till they and wait till they start to in um enact the green agriculture aspect of it, and that's where we're gonna start really start seeing um the food thing. I got a I got a video. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to play it tonight. Maybe I'll say this the next week. Week, but a, a farmer did this fire ass interview, and the farmer was like, um, the price of nitrogen, um, you know, nitrogen fertilizer has jumped up by three hundred percent. 300% the cost of nitrogen, and that's what industrial farmers need, right? They, they need that to be able to, to grow in, in mass consumption, you know, to, you know, to feed a nation. You know, your ability to produce the food, that's how you feed your nation, right? Like I said, we always look to Europe because Europe, these things – unfolded or are starting to unravel now, but they put those things, that green energy plan, that, um, what is it called, uh, the green initiative, whatever, they started that a couple of years ago in Europe. You know what I'm saying? It's new to us, but they've been talking, like I said, it was only new to us because Trump kept America out of that shit by not signing the Paris Accord treaties. You know what I'm saying? Pulling out of uh, specific agreements. You know what I'm saying? That and that's a fact. Paris, the climate accord was done when Obama was still in office. America had already signed up with the rest of the European nations. Oh boy, Trump got in. He got out of it. And they were pissed. Remember that? Do y'all remember that when he pulled out of the Paris Accord agreement? They were pissed. Like how dare he? He doesn't care about he doesn't care about uh climate. He don't care about the oceans. He don't care about the air. He understood what it was leading what it would lead to from an energy standpoint. And now we're seeing it in Europe. Now you got people, now you got countries like Germany who are starting to feel the cold, literally, and that's why they got to go to chopping down woods for them people to be, to have some warmth. As a matter of fact, this shit is getting so bad that now that country is doing a reversal, a reversal and saying that we got to do coal. Now we got to get back into the coal game. We got to produce coal that produces heat for the people. Yeah, I, I, we'll, talk, we'll talk a little bit about policy, y'all. Uh, Gabbard, I'm leaving the um, Democratic Party. I'm going to play that clip of her um, and making that announcement because and, and, I like the way she um, did that shit, what she said about it. Um, but, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Germ- See, Germany, the people of Germany are, are taken to the streets. Because of this energy problem, again, we don't get shown this shit on any other news outlets outside of ones that they call conservative for the most part. And even they don't really cover it, cover it. They talk about it, but they don't really show it, not much of it anyway. They don't tell you the Danish farmers fucking protesting in their big um, John Deere tractors blocking up um, things for, uh, in, in protest. You know what I'm saying? So it's already happening. And you can't blame that shit. This ain't got nothing to do with that 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 proxy war that they got going over there in Europe. Because don't tell me 
<laughs> you can't you can't tell me that lie that Russia affects America's energy output or its ability to to you know uh, to produce anything. Mm-hmm. Let me see through four fifty. So. Mm-hmm. Man, it's been way blown. So, yeah. So, we're going to keep our eye on it because, like I said, um, energy costs is already starting to go up. First hit is California, right? It's live, and it's, it's always say it's all the way live. <laughs> it's all the way motherfucking live, and I got the bill to prove it. But look, I wanted to talk about this real quick, this this animal farm situation before we get ready. We're in the top of the hour. We're in the 11 o'clock hour out there for the family back east, 803 over here. But who did do the old pig remind you of? We're going we gonna to bring this shit to today's um, – we're going to bring it to today's political environment. The old pig, right, the one that died, reminded me of Bernie Sanders. It was to say how they were all being um, – wronged, right? He's the old wise man. He was talking about how we all being wronged and don't give this up and you have to stand for one another and you want equality and and the right of the worker and don't let them take this from you and they shouldn't be able to do that and this. So, right, that galvanized the folks. And then you had Snow, uh, Snow, what's it called, Snowball, who was the idealist. Right, so those are all the people that come behind come behind the old man, right? Who let's just put it in today's um, context. So that reminds me of the progressives, right? Bernie is a democratic socialist. Then you have the progressives that come behind the democratic socialists, saying that we want what equality, equal everybody. We want everybody to be equal. Right? Is that not what they was championing? Equality, equity, full inclusion. That's what they did on the animal farm. All animals are equal, right? You know, uh, no animal should do this. No animal should do that. Right? <laughs> so once, So once they had their revolution, so to speak, the animals got together, um, you know, once they had their little uprising, who did the what did the who did the what did the uprising remind you of? Something that took place summer last summer or the summer before last. What was the uprising? Come on, y'all. What was the uprising? What what, what was that part from the um animal uh, animal farm when they were setting things on fire and cheering and and all that stuff. That was Black Lives Matter. Right? That was the big protest. Remember, they went into they went into the um the farmer's house, right? And anything that represented the farmer, they destroyed. Did we not see that in the summer of twenty twenty? I mean, we wanted all statues down, anything that had any level of representation of anything of the past, flags, statues, um, all that stuff. That's what they did, right? 
So that was that. So you can you can equate that to BLM, right? So when they dancing in the street because they've overthrown the tyrant, right? We know who the tyrant was of this day. The tyrant was Donald Trump, right? He was the farmer. He was the tyrant. Right, we got to get rid of the tyrant so we all can be equal. We got to be fucking equal. When we get rid of the tyrant and we go and we go in the streets and protest, we can get the tyrant out and we can all be we can all be equals. Right? So they're dancing. Ah, once they do it, that was how people was on election day. Right? Everybody dancing in the street when Biden got elected. Elected. You had niggas doing the electric slide, you had white folks in the street dancing, all in the middle of the street, honking their horns, right? That was that shit, right? But all animals are equal. That's a fake utopia. That's what they selling to people right now. They still riding that shit because they know people will be emotionally attached to that. So they got that fake utopian, we all... You know, everybody has the same shit. Every person's deeds are met, right? And they give you that. They give on them the animal farm in the beginning. They gave that impression. You put in the work for the greater good. You will you will be taken care of. You will be given your stipend. You will be given your equal share of things. But as shit start moving, right? What did what did the pig tell them? Right? For one, they created a hierarchy right off the top. The pigs became the hierarchy. Right? Because they're so called, they're the thinkers. But once shit start going, they said you have to work more, but you gotta eat less. What does that remind you of? What is the sentiment right now? The sentiment right now with this fake-ass climate situation is that we consume too much. Is that not what they say in left and right? Humans consume too much. Consume too much. You eat too much. You buy too much shit that you don't need. So let's this, 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 um, let's take control of the means of production, and then we piece out what we think that you all you really need to survive, to live comfortable. That's what you got. But what happens? Some take more. Some start to take more. Right? Then you call then you start creating a hierarchy within this bad boy based on what they saw as your intellect, right? So what happened? They, what is the first thing they did? What is, what is the first thing, one of the first things the pigs did once um, they really got control? Education. Absolutely, Sadia. It was the re-education of the population. What are we seeing now? We're seeing a massive effort to institute and implement new um what you know what they call inclusive teaching teaching the children about uh genders and shit like that in the in kindergarten uh critical race theory and, and things like that 
So you have to re-educate the population because you've created this new society. So with this new society, we can't have the old way of thinking, so we got to take the young generation, the new generation, or even reprogram the current population to understand how, how, this, what, how you need to think for this shit to work. And that's what you got going on. At least what they're, they're trying their damnedest to do it. Knowing the fact that us here, we know what real knowledge is. We know what real history is. And that ain't what they're teaching in there. Even, see, even as it is the proponent of, of uh, bourgeois niggas. I call them handkerchief head niggas. These handkerchief heads, academia ass niggas who sit on these. Um, I'm adjunct professor of North Carolina and all this shit. They are the ones who are implementing 1619 and all this other shit that they want to put into the, you know, into the, um, to the school system. It ain't about that real shit, though. It's not real history. It is about radicalizing the youth. To get them on board, so for the older generation who would tell them, this ain't right, this shit that they saying, that they teaching y'all ain't cool, then they will, you know, then it's the separation, then it's the, it's the clash. Then it becomes the clash. They got the youth. They got the youth. They got the future. As far as they're concerned, we're going to get old and die out anyway, so let's, let's, let's get the youngsters. Let's get them. We've got to penetrate the school-age children. And what I was saying the other day is that they they um, indoctrinate them with that um, um, do art thou wilt, which is an Alistair Crowley's um, saying, do art thou wilt. And so to me, those things are always um, two sides of the coin. You can have them, you can have that principle in righteousness, but there's also a dark side to do out thou wilt. You know what I'm saying? As we say, it's always agreeable and disagreeable. Um, good and bad, so you know, so to speak, in that in those terms. But they're doing it in the most in the most perverted way possible when it comes to the children. The most sickening way. The most immoral way. With the children. All right, so that's what we got, right? So, so the Napoleon pig. Basically, it's like the deep state, a different type of apparatus. So while you got all these idealists who think they're building this new righteous society of equality and fairness and all that shit, see, them people live in fucking la-la land. Either you are a willfully ignorant or you are um, you going along with the deep state plan, as far as I'm concerned. So Napoleon builds the deep state, and he has what? He has his attack dogs. Who are the attack dogs today? They are the tech, the the, the technocracy, the the tech, the, you know, the tech, the tech companies, these conglomerates, and the um, the intelligence arm of the government. Those are the today's attack dogs. All the alphabet games, CIA, um, national intelligence, CIA, all those, those are attack dogs combined with Twitter, 
Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok. Those are all uh, mechanisms that they can use to enforce behavior. Because government got these motherfuckers heavy, right? Anytime there was, anytime there's any dispute, they want to censor it. It just came out. Even even Zuckerberg had to tell the, he had to tell the truth to an extent when he said that um you know the FBI came to us and told us to keep an eye out on this and keep an eye out on that. That was a way for him to skirt to say to skirt responsibility that you are being directed by the government. You are being directed by the government. What is information is to be. Um, let to be circulated and what is to be suppressed. And on Twitter is we will silence your um, your opinion. Even though this is a social media company, it's social. That is supposed to be social media is supposed to be the town town square where ideas are debated on, where debate ideas and opinions are debated. That's the point of social media. But now government is directing literally and giving them, telling them have a they got they got hit list. The government got hit list for who they say can can put shit up on platforms. Friends, family. That is what you call fascism, folks. That is the that is the combination of private and public corporations partner with the government to to carry out the government's deeds and wishes and commands. You let the private sector do your dirty, dirty work because they don't want no uprising. But it is it, no, but let's not get it twisted. It's straight up censorship. And that's the direction. That's just like what it was with um, Animal Farm. First time the, the chickens and shit got mad because they, they took their fucking eggs, right? Let's equate that to saying that we want to take your property for all you property owners. Landowners want to take your shit. They naturally rebelled. They are used as an example. Prosecution as an example to keep everybody else in line. Call it what you want, whether it's real or fake or imagined. Well, we can kind of see that what they're doing going after Trump and his inner circle, going even at the people that you don't like, even people like Alex Jones, whether you like him or not, whether you think he's an agent or not, whatever the case may be, is still being used as an example. He just lost a, a, a court case today where they said he got to pay a billion in damages, billion dollars in damages. For giving this opinion, to, you know, whatever with the Sandy Hook shit. Yep. Well, you do the math on that Ethereum, we round up, right? We round up. That's a billion dollars. No way he don't have it. Man, I, that man not worth that kind of money. I've been listening to him. Um, I've been listening to him actually the last, actually recently. And shit like that. I'll um, I'll play some of his shit last week where he breaks down this entire trial. 
it's quite interesting, quite interesting how he breaks down the trial of this shit. But all those people, think about that. Entire, Trump's entire inner circle, they have gone after. His entire inner circle, from Steve Bannon to Papadopoulos to Cash Patel to Paul Manafort to um, Colonel Flynn, Uh, we've never seen anything like that. Not like this in this country. When is the last time that has happened? Where you use the Department of Justice and the FBI to go after political opponents. It's wild shit. But let's keep it moving. Right? (laughs) The biggest part on Animal Farm that really caught my attention, though, remember how they had those rules and they had those writings? But the, the, the gangster part is how they were beginning to change definitions of the first, like, if we want to say the Constitution was on the farm. Do we not see that shit happen right now? Are we not watching that happen right now in our society? They're changing the meaning of, of, of things. AKA they changed what the fuck the word vaccine actually means now. Straight up changed the definition. They changed the definition and the parameters of what a recession actually means. A recession has always been defined by two or more quarters of negative or zero GDP. Those were always the standards of an indication of that you were officially in a recession. They said, not no more. Not no more. We don't like that word. No. We don't like that definition. We don't like these standards no more. We switching that shit up. And nobody had a problem with this shit. Shit is wild, man. Right? They, you know, so that, you know, that's why I played Animal Farm. I'm like, but like I said, I forget what that movie was called. I think it was, what was the movie called, Don Don in, in here? That shit was called the, um, what's that shit called? The, the package? The something. Forgot what that, that movie was called. But it was that shit right there. At the end, where she said about Animal Farm and Snowball and Napoleon, said uh, Snowball was an idealist, but Napoleon had to lie and say what uh, Snowball was. That Snowball was a traitor. Do we not hear that talk? Who's the traitor? Who's not a traitor? Who's a traitor? Who ain't a traitor? Trying to destroy democracy. Who ain't trying to destroy democracy? Yeah. <laughs> this is gangster, man. It, it is something. But that's that shit. All right. So we got less, The America has less than a month before uh, the midterms. Okay. As we are observers, we are 
we are observers of everything that's going on, you know. We we stay out the way, we observe, we understand, and um, we make it so that we know what the results of these folks who are doing these things, we, we make sure that we understand how to maneuver and how to protect ourselves and our families from the shit that they got planned. So the midterms are um, coming up, and it looks like the Republicans might take back the Senate and possibly the House. It looked like it could be a real big um, a real big uh, Republican wave coming. And I hope so. I really, really do. Get these other mother- get them out, out of here. You know what I'm saying? And then you can have your purity test after the fact. Check this out. Something that the Republicans did that I thought was real smart is that they started to put um, – they they did something right after the 2020 election. They made sure that they have not only poll workers inside of um, each of these precincts, but they make sure they got um, – they went on the local level and started to, um, you know, go for these um, these particular positions. But when it comes to voting, they made sure that they had a trained – they start training up poll workers. That was very smart, right? So we saw what they did in 2020 when they would shut people out of the counting rooms, right? But they would literally shut motherfuckers out, and people could not observe the count on top of the fucking uh, machines. So it's, it's going to be a little bit tougher, but they still can – pull off lecture fraud, but here's the big thing, though. Check this out in the nerd. So here's the big one, though. All of, the talk, all of a sudden now, maybe the last month or two, you got all this nuclear talk, this nuclear threat talk. You know what I'm saying? Nuclear weapons. You, this is this, you know, they've been really ratcheting up that fucking talk for the last three months. And, and now they're going heavy this last, this month. You got that fucking fake-ass puppet, Zelensky, over there in Ukraine, going to, to the G7 nations and to NATO asking for a preemptive, for a preemptive nuclear attack on Russia. Preemptive. You see, and so... I worry about a false flag attack. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking of. How can they pause, stop, interfere with this election? How can they draw this shit out? How can they draw it out? How can they make it go a week or two as they try to steal shit and rig shit? So let's call it what it is. It never took more than three days to ever really find out who won so-called an election on the on, on especially during midterms. So you got this, so you got all this nuclear threat talk. Well, did you know? Did y'all know that your government did you know that your government <clears throat> just bought Three hundred million dollars 
worth the anti-radiation drugs? Did you know your government did that? $100 million in radiation, anti-radiation uh, drugs. Not pills, not the iodine pills, not the uh, potassium iodine. Nope. This shit called implant. It's, it's in a bag like an IV. But check this out. It only has a shelf life of 18 months. And it has to be refrigerated the entire time. 18 months shelf life. Why the fuck would the government, $300 million worth of an anti-radiation drug that only has an 18-month shelf life? Hmm. Because they're trying to escalate this shit. You blew up the pipeline. You blew up the bridge. You're trying to quickly escalate this situation. So don't forever want to think that that's Ukraine because it ain't. This It's American mercenaries over there giving that country intelligence. We already know they're giving them weapons constantly. So they're giving them intelligence too. Strategic intelligence. Why America look like they hands off to a certain extent. No, America deep in it. This is a, America has truly, actually is, is at war with Russia. I'm going to say it. You got Chinese, girl, boss lady, you got, you got Asian boats. You got Chinese boats not too far in the waters near Alaska. They're trying to get this girl. None of you, I'm trying to tell you. They're they, they, they trying to provoke it. They're trying to provoke it. And here's the thing with China is Jinping. The man Jing Jinping is on Sunday is about to be the coron. He's about to get coronation of basically becoming the overall lifetime ruler of fucking China. Something that China has not done since Mao Zedong. Hasn't been done since Mao Zedong, so he 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 is he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do when it comes to China. So he might just start getting real funky. See, you got the Russia Ukraine, China go will will um, go at Taiwan. Watch that, watch that Taiwan talk start racking it up after Xi Jinping becomes basically the emperor, the lifetime emperor of fucking China on Sunday. Mark my words. His entire life, not until he died. <laughs> not until he died. I mean, he becomes the commander of the military. He becomes a command. All this shit in China. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, Ethereum. So they're gonna create all this, all this motherfucking chaos, and it's all by design. All of them, all the players: China, Russia, Ukraine, NATO, Europe. 
this is how you get the Great Reset. This wild shit, baby. <laughs> wild shit. Oh, it's wild shit. Geopolitics, they call it. So, you know, I'd be remiss, you know, um, if I didn't talk about Kanye and all the shit that's going on with that situation, whether we want to call it a distraction or not, um, we're going we're gonna to talk about that, too, tonight in that interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, nurses said the article I just shared said uh, U.S. company making chips for Russian missiles. That's what that say? Let me see. Let me go up to it. By Reuters, huh? Let's check it out. Let's check it out. But I told y'all, hey, didn't I tell y'all a couple years ago that motherfuckers need to start learning Mandarin? Because China out for world domination around this bitch. They are the shining example of a society that the rest of the world, uh, that the globalists want to emulate. Don't get it twisted. Because that's what they, they really do. They love China. They love how China fucking gets down and has it, how it has a grip on its people. Okay? Control of the internet, all that shit. Matter of fact, the motherfucker from Rolling Stones a fucking writer for Rolling Stones is advocating for the government to take control of the internet. They just want the, the government to just just take control of it. Like China and like other uh, authoritarian dictatorship countries where the government just takes control. If they want to shut that shit down, they can shut it down. They're advocating for censorship of the government to control the internet. Heavy. They love, like I said, China is the model. It is, it is the um, the prototype. All right, let's let's take a look at this right here. Um, what he says, uh, extreme networks say Reuters, extreme networks, I like how they say that, uh, says Reuters discovery leads it to believe its products were shipped to bad actors in Amer- in uh, Russia. Uh, Absolutely, Theory. And Theory said, I think Rolling Stones became Marxist publication. They've been talking crazy for a few years now. Absolutely. But you have a peak, though, when people who, who's had them companies are former hippies. Those are the same people who were hippies in the 1960s talking about anti-war and all that shit. Understood that they always been that. They always been little socialists. They always been that. Now the adults, they become full-on Marxist slash fascist. Shit, I can go on. All the people who used to be fucking so-called freedom fighters. Look at look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem used to be a motherfucking going up against the system ass nigga. Look at him now. Oh. Internet just went down again. Man, god damn. Uh, I don't know if y'all can hear me on the line. Man, my internet just dropped. 
Hold on one second, fam. I can't get control of the switchboard right now. <sighs> Give me a second. Got to give me a second. So I don't know if y'all can hear me. Hopefully you can. Shit just went bad. Like I said, this is why I'm switching up. Internet keep dropping. But anyway, if y'all can still hear me, let me read a little bit of this article right here. It says, since um, since Re- uh, Russia annexed Crimea in 2014, American companies have been prohibited from dealing with the MMZ Vanguard, a state-owned firm that makes missiles for one of Russia's most sophisticated weapons, the S-400 air defense system. In a measure of Western concern about, about the S-400, the United States ejected Turkey and, and a NATO member from the Joint Fighter Jet Program in 2019 after Ankara took delivery of the Russian system. Hold on, man. Man. Oh, with it still going out. It says, uh, said, but even as the United States was um, taking action against the Blood MMZ, a Vanguard business, a publicly traded American company called Extreme Networks was providing MMZ, a Vanguard, with computer networking equipment for its IT systems, according to emails and other business records seen by Reuters as well as interviews with people familiar with the matter. In a statement to Reuters, um, Extreme said that based on the information provided by the news agency, it believed the equipment may have been sold to MMZ, um, a Vanguard, using a surrogate buyer. So they um, basically had a fake motherfucker go in there and buy buy the weapons that it needed and then then pass it forward, right? My network is completely just out. Ugh. It's an extreme site that the equipment was sold without its knowledge. It added, without providing um, evidence that an intermediary in Russia was complicit in supplying its products via a front company to bad actors. Extreme said it is reporting its findings as these potential sales to of these potential sales to U.S. authorities. So we get that. Damn, y'all. I'm so sorry. That shit went down. So, uh, and I can't get to the switchboard, so I can't play anything. Hold on a second. This is bullshit. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I got these technical, technical difficulties, technical difficulties. And it ain't allowing me to, uh, I can't get in the switchboard. Hold on, I need to hit up Don. Hold on, man. Y'all gonna hear a slight pause. disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. The strong black woman is dead. On August 12, 1999 at 11.55 p.m., 
while struggling with the reality of being a human instead of a myth, the strong black woman passed away. Medical sources say she died of natural causes, but those who knew her know she died from being silent when she should have been screaming, milling when she should have been raging, from being sick and not wanting anyone to know because her pain might inconvenience them. She died from an overdose of other people clinging to her when she didn't even have energy for herself. She died from loving men who didn't love themselves and could only offer her a crippled reflection. She died from raising children alone and for not being able to do a complete job. She died from the lies her grandmother told her mother and her mother told her about life, men, and racism. She died from being sexually abused as a child and having to take that truth everywhere she went every day of her life, exchanging the humiliation for guilt and back again. She died from being battered by someone who claimed to love her, and she allowed the battering to go on to show she loved him too. She died from asphyxiation, coughing up blood from secrets she kept trying to burn away instead of allowing herself the kind of nervous breakdown she was entitled to but only white girls could afford. She died from being responsible because she was the last wrong on the ladder and there was no one under her she could dock on. The strong black woman is dead. She died from multiple births of children she never really wanted but was forced to have by the strangling morality of those around her. She died from being a mother at 15 and a grandmother at 30 and an ancestor at 45. She died from being dragged down and set upon by unevolved women posing as sisters. She died from pretending the life that she was living was a Kodak moment instead of a 20th century. She died from tolerating Mr. Pitiful just to have a man and the house. She died from lack of orgasm because she never learned what made her body happy. And no one took the time to teach her. And sometimes when she found arms that was tender, she died because they belonged to the same gender. She died from sacrificing herself for everybody and everything when what she really wanted to do was to be a singer, a dancer, and some magnificent other. She died from lies of omission because she didn't want to bring the black man down. She died from race memories of being snatched and raped and snatched and sold and snatched and bred and snatched and whipped and snatched and worked to death. She died from tribute from her counterpart who should have been matching her effort instead of showering her with dead words and empty songs. She died from myths that would not allow her to show weakness without being chastised by the lazy and hazy. She, she died from her real feelings until they became hard and bitter enough to invade her womb and breast like angry tumors. She died from always lifting something from heavy boxes to refrigerators. The strong black woman is dead. She died from the punishments received from being honest about life, racism, and men. She died from being called a bitch for being verbal, a dyke for being assertive, and a whore for picking her own lovers. She died from never being enough of what men wanted or being too much for the men she wanted. She died from being too black and died again for not being black enough. She died from castration every time somebody thought of her as only a woman or treated her like less than a man. She died from being misinformed about her mind her body, and the extent of her royal capability. She died from knees pressed too close together because respect was never part of the foreplay that was being shoved at her. She died from loneliness in birthing rooms and aloneness in abortion centers. She died of shock in courtrooms where she sat alone, watching her children being legally lynched. She died in bathrooms with her veins bursting open with self-hatred and neglect. She died in her mind fighting life, racism, and men, where her body was carted away and stashed in a human warehouse for the spiritually mutilated and sometimes when she refused to die when she refused to give in she was killed by the lethal images of blonde hair blue eyes and flat butt rejected by the OJs the Quincy's and the Fortiers sometimes she was stomped to death by racism sexism executed by high-tech ignorance while she carried the family in her belly 
the community on her head and the race on her back. The strong, silent, talking black woman is dead. Or is she still alive and kicking? The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women. And the only time a Muslim really gets real violence is when someone goes to molest his woman. We will kill you for our woman. I'm, I'm making it plain. Yes. We will kill you for our woman. WGAG Radio, 33 Degrees Entertainment, Georgia Gossip in association with Sublime Oracles and Gold Diggers Incorporated. Introducing a new series entitled Dr. Malachi Z. York Debates with Christians, which has been transformed to a dynamic audio play. Produced and directed by Don Nicolione, the Brain Trust presents a reenactment of actual discussions and debates in a computer form. Please welcome the Race Series Part 1. Yo, what's good? What's going on? What's the topic about? Let me tell you. Jesus and only Jesus Christ can keep God's law. He fulfilled the works of his Father for us. With the death of his Son, If Jesus is the only one who can keep God's law, then why are you Christians promoting law? And if Jesus had to die, then he is not God. If God becomes less than God, then he is not God. I don't need a crutch. I don't need a God. That's all you guys' problem. You need that shoulder to cry on, not me. Damn, Max. That's interesting that you feel that way, huh? You're lying, aren't you, Max? Uh, yeah. Max, both Jesus and the Pope loves you. Look, the Pope is a man just like Jesus was a man. And the Pope don't know me, so he couldn't love me. Yes, and he could feed you also. Multi-millionaires feed themselves. Keisha, your God needs to feed the millions of people that are starving in this country as well as... WGHG Radio presents... Hot damn politics. All right, all right. Can I get a mic check? Can y'all hear me? Mic check, mic check. Am I still in the building? We still in here? We still in this thing? All right, that's what's up. Okay. Ah. I'm talking about, man. Switching up, man. When people come tomorrow, so I can stop going through that. I've been going through that shit. Internet falling off, coming back on, and all that shit. So upgrades on the way. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don, for playing that clip. Thank y'all for your patience on that one. So um, I know we was talking about before. Um, the nurse sent me um, uh, gave me that article about the American with the chips giving it to um, Russia. It looked like um, it was a company who was basically. Um, using the intermediary to sell um, chips and things to, to Russia. I mean, that's no surprise. They're out there getting their money. We know war 
um, is is a is a is a money grab at the same time. People hedging both sides and all that shit. And at the end of the day, it is about control, right? So, but another thing though, shout out to the nurse that he gave me an article about the Chinese. Like I said, the Chinese is real invasive. The Chinese are the model of of how they want to structure society. But did you know that the Chinese, right? have police stations in America. Did y'all, family, did you know that? I didn't know that. The Chinese have police stations, police precincts in this country in conjunction with other fucking um, police force. It's, It's the wildest shit ever. Let me pull it up for you. Oh, yeah, it's wild as fuck. You know, so don't tell me this, this, um, so, I mean, we have so many politicians who have been bought and paid for by so many other governments getting money, but we know for a fact when it comes to this, this, um, company, this um, administration in particular, when it comes to Joe Biden, his son and his family, we know for a fact that they get down with China. They've done a lot of business dealings with China. We know that his son is a perpetuant fucking, um, Drug addict, prostitute, whole buying ass, cokehead, crack rocks, everything else. So we know that they they've done business with them. They've actually um, it's on paperwork the um, businesses that they got, the LLCs that they got, the front you know the front shell companies that they got um, with China. I mean, you had a Chinese diplomat who was speaking before a Chinese audience and said that oh we got Trump out the way we got. A friendly, we got uh, our friends are in office now, so we can get back to business as usual. No more tariffs, no more trade wars, none of that shit. So that's why, yes. And remember that um, that um, Nancy did go to Taiwan. Remember the Chips Act. Remember they just signed the Chips Act in this country. All right. So who they're going? You know, are they are they going to be building chip factories in here, out in this country? In, in this country, they said they are. They saying that's an investment. But let me tell you this: IBM, who is one of the world's top um, chip makers in the world, is about to lay off thousands of workers. Wait a minute, y'all just um, signed a uh, what twenty billion dollar fucking chips bill? How the fuck are y'all about to lay off people? That don't make no sense. You just got a hefty fucking investment. When you get an investment, you hire people. When you have an influx of cash to a company, you hire more people. You don't fire people. You don't let people go. That ain't how that works. So what's really going on? We don't know. We have to have to watch and see, baby. Just this wild shit. All right, let's bring you back to some some uh, basic politics because we're going to leave the world stage right now. We're going to leave the geopolitics world stage, and we're going to come back um, to America real quick. Let me show you this shit. Let me show you this shit here. You re- so y'all remember um, 20, uh, in, two, in 2000, remember the Get Your Booty to the Polls ad? Y'all remember Get Your Booty to the Polls? Um, with the strippers uh, telling niggas to vote, well, they got a new one. 
They got a new one. It probably I I thought get your booties to the polls was was ratchet as fuck, but this shit here, this new shit, it's the worst shit I've ever seen. It's so many subliminal um, messaging in it on top of of the directness of this um, of this ad. Well, y'all ready for it? Let's play it. Watch my screen. I'm about to uh, I'm about to play it on my screen, family. Check out my screen. This shit here. I'm so tired of um these motherfuckers. I'm so serious. <laughs> All right, here we go. Where's it here? Where's it at? Uh, hold on. There it is. All right. All right. Y'all ready? Y'all, y'all, y'all see my cam up there? You see it? Y'all ready? Let me know when y'all ready because I want everybody to see this shit. Here we go. Uh-oh, I can't hear it. Hold on. I can't hear it. Can you hear it? Oh, my bad. Hold on. Hold on. People on the line can't hear it. Hold on one second. Sorry. I got to open up my mic. Hold on, people on the call line. My bad. My bad. I left you hanging. Sorry about that. Here we go. Here we go. So the name of this is uh, No Voting, No Vucking. No Voting, No Vucking. Featuring Trina and that ugly-ass bearded bitch, Saucy Santana. Here we go. Look look at this mother. Look that's that's their def- that that is the look that they want the world to have of a black man to begin with. This two hundred and sixty pound nigga with a beard and some Cardi B fucking fingernails. The subliminals. He's standing at the podium, at, at presidential podium, like he's like you know what I'm saying. Like this is the head of the black community. Of the Nubian people at, at at a presidential podium, this is the new image of the of the black man that they have out here. So this midterm, if you want to hit this booty, you got to do your civic duty. 
If you want to hit this booty, you got to do your civic duty. If you want to hit this booty, you got to do your civic duty. I'm tired of these motherfuckers. They got to go. (laughs) I'm so tired of these motherfuckers. They got to go. For one, they know that black women, Nubian women, are the driving engine, are the driving force of the Democratic National Party. Black women vote Democratic at a 98% clip. So, for one, they're using sex, sex to control weak undisciplined men, right? No voting, no fucking, right? This is shit that, that, that village, African village women would do when the men were not, you know, taking care of the village or things like this to weaponize the sex, right? <clears throat> Again, black women vote 98% Democratic. Hold on one second, y'all. Yeah, all right. So they know that, right? So they want to use women to control men to vote Democratic because whether we know it or not, the gro- it's a growing population of Nubian men who are voting conservative. It's a growing population. They're growing in numbers, big numbers. Here you go. For all the single cues, wanna hit this booty? Gotta do your civic duty. Now bow in, now love. Now bow in, now touch. Now bow in, now nothing. Now bow in, now fucking, now bow in, now fuck. Now bow in, now love. Now the punk is a fucking Supreme Court judge on another level. So what are they saying that they want these judges on? These judges, they understand that they want to, they want to pack the Supreme Court to get this agenda out. That's a big thing for them. You have to bring this perversion and have constitutional protection at all costs. So you put this nigga, this bearded bitch, 267, looking like a fucking defensive tackle for the Oakland Raiders with a beard and 10-inch nails on his hands. In the Supreme Court role. Then they got this, this broad trainer. I'm, here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Now, bow in, now touch. Now, bow in, now nothing. Now, bow in, now fucking, now bow in, now touch. Yeah, don't stop now. So 
a dollar about the chin, but my homegirl through, put the buy in front of sin. Politics be so nasty, but we want to flirt just show you how to be a bold worker. Uh, legs in the air, I don't care. Anyone can get a universal health care. If you want to come, come before the deadline. Come in the jacuzzi, Jerry Mander, this coochie. No, come on and Jerry Mander, this coochie. <laughs> Early cutie gerrymandered his coochie. <laughs> Damn. Every time I didn't think you can't get you can't get no worse. It just it just keep they these niggas know no bounds. They know no bounds. They know niggas have such a low moral compass that people was like, this shit is hot. But they, but see, but they're not talking about what you should vote for. It's just go vote. But we already know what this shit means. Go vote for them. Because you said shit like universal health care, so you already know who, who, who size you're riding with. What side they riding with? Telling these niggas and these telling these broads to withhold sex from men to make sure that they go vote. So they they saying so many things in this ad. I, they say so much shit in this ad. Let's finish it out. Stand up for something. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. No, 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 if the coochie is the goal, go to the pole. Boy, I hate these. I hate these people. I really do. Mind you, these are the same people that these are the same uh, creators who who uh, brought you vax that thing up. Use a big fine woman. Once you vax that thing up, same people. This is what they think of niggas. This is what, this is what, this is the, this is the, the frame that they want to hold niggas in. No mic in the AP? I thought I saw Zena. I think Zena got the mic in the AP. It was a, is the Arab? So, so an Arab person one is this, um, this black uh, dating app, you telling me, Miss Hudson? Are you telling me that it's an Arab that runs this black dating app? Ugh, wow. 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 
That's what my What you mean BTR is off? Is people on the call line? Uh she dot? What are you talking about? <clears throat> now you talking about the stream? I don't know. I think it's she doc is her phone. <laughs> and we in OT. We in OT now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, y'all. No voting, no fucking. And then you got handkerchief head motherfuckers like Roland Martin and his delegation of nigglets who are approving this message, who are in, who who had a panel and said that this is what it takes. If this is what it takes for these youngsters to vote, I'm all for it. Nigga, what? You're telling black folks, and particularly black women, to basically hold herself out. Pimp your pussy out for a vote. Pimp your pussy out to get us votes. You black bitch. Pimp your pussy out to get us votes. Okay? You dirty black bitch, you. And you got these handkerchief head niggas, Roland Martin, some other Ph.D., like I said, these niggas in academia are the worst. You talking about gatekeepers. You talk about gatekeepers who are promoting this as a good thing. No critical thought. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't even think. No, no critical thought. No conversation. <laughs> Y'all kill me with them, with them, them, them gifs. Um, no thought. And this is why. And then at the end is the visual of the brother in the bed, lays back in the bed, like, ooh, that pussy was good, and then put a sticker on his forehead. It is a signal. Uh, because they know they're losing the black vote, y'all. They know niggas are waking up to the bullshit. All right? That they know. And whether they know it or not, it, it, is, it is actually black men under the age of 40. Black men in the, and moving men under the age of 40 are leaving the Democratic Party and, 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 and voting conservative. And they're, and, they're, and they're losing – if the Democratic Party loses 5% of the black vote, they can't win offices. They can't, they can't hold the office. You understand what I'm saying? If they lose 5 to 10% of the Nubian vote, Democrats cannot win elections outside of the elections that, that they're selected to be in, like presidential and shit like that, on a state – in local level, they can't win without Nubians. 
governorship, to be the governor, state senators. You understand what I'm saying? They cannot win without Nubians. So they want these 30 and under, these 30 and under, um, whatever you call them, motherfuckers, millennials, Gen Z, I don't know. I ain't really into that outside of my own generation. So you put this 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 homosexual boy, big ass man, incorporate that into values of the Nubian community. This nigga is standing at a presidential podium with nails. Like a street bitch. This is why I'm not in support of any level of homosexuality being around these motherfuckers. Being a black bitches are a rest haven for these faggots, man. Straight rest haven. And now this shit is inundating. The children and all that shit. I bl- yes, I, d- I blame black bitches for this. Because moving people are conservative by nature when it comes to levels of, you know, this shit. This shit ain't, ex- this shit was never accepted. No, nigga, you, you, your, your punk ass had to stay in the closet. And if you did, you were disowned. If you did, you did have to go somewhere else. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, cousin Pete. Sorry, cousin Petey. Or you had to act like a man when you was in the in the presence of your fam. You had to be a fucking man that day. You had to get that sugar out your tank during when you were around your people. Couldn't act like that. The black bitches became the rest haven for these punks. And now it has permeated the culture in a serious fucking way. These fucking black bitches use these faggots like accessories. This is my, this is my home, this is my, this is my boo. That shit. Nobody want to see that shit. Nobody want to see that shit. So this is how BLM can intertwine with transgender and LGBTQ shit. Anything niggas do from here on out, these motherfuckers going to be attached to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anything that, that, that the Nubian people try to do on any level are going to incorporate them folk. And them ain't my kin folk. Sorry. I'm old school when it comes to that shit. I'm very old school. I'm a turf, what they call it. I'm a a transphobic, radical, exclusionary feminist. That's what they call turfs. Yeah, turf. Wait, a transphobic, exclusionary, radical feminist. That's a, a title that they gave women who 
uh, don't accept these men as women. But hey. This <laughs> is right for that. I don't, I don't know what words for that shit, man. But that's what they think of you. That's what they think of you, black bitch. And this is what they think of you, black man. This is what they think of you. Okay? This is what they think of you, black man. Bow in, no touch. Now bow in, no nothing. This is what they think of you. Now bow in, no love yeah, that's your future. Because BLM, Black Lives Matter, one of their core principles is to destroy the nuclear family. They, they they stated that shit on their website. Without the, you know what I'm saying? Like, without that level of structure, you can't have a, a, a functioning society, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it becomes an anything goes type of situation. Anything fucking goes. No integrity. No morals. No discipline. None of, none of that shit. It's all, it goes all out the window. Because we allow to be accepting of all. That's something niggas been taught to since integration. Be accepting of everybody. Be accepting of everything. Be open. Be open to these lifestyle changes and be with the times and be modern. Nigga, I, I ain't got no choice but to be modern, motherfucker. I live, I'm living in this 2022. I can't help but to be modern. But throw your morals to the wind, so to speak. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what they want. So you just turn a blind eye to shit that is ultimately perverted. Mm-hmm. Exactly, uh, Miss Hudson. Exactly. They they know how to pull that nigga. They know how to emotionally manipulate noobin people. They know how to do it. They're very good at it. They've mastered it. They they are masters of it. And black folks fall for it every single time. They fall for the banana and the tailpipe every single time. Again, say what you want about Kanye West. Say what you want. Say whatever the fuck you want. He a sellout. He married a Kardashian. He got these little half-breed children. Say whatever the fuck you want. But is what he's saying not facts and not truth about moving people, what we've been up against, the forces that are against us, the forces that we battle with, the principalities of darkness. That's the shit that they don't want to talk about, the shit that he was actually saying. And so they want to be dismissive, call a man crazy, all this other shit, and have, and have got people to um, 
turn it to, you know, make him a pariah. But when he tells you that you got a a, a, a party who rocks with a known eugenics who stated that she wanted to get rid of the black population because they're like weeds and they need to be discarded. Nobody wants to speak on that. And I I was still what he meant by slavery was a choice. I completely understood it. These emotional niggas didn't understand it. The only thing they could think about, we were forced to be slaves. How could you say such a thing? In the context of it all, he was talking about a mentality, a slave mentality. He said 400 years? Damn, that's the longest time. At some point, that sounds like a choice. Right. Oh, I get it. We're supposed to wait. Oh, I get it. I get it. We're supposed to wait for us to get right. Kind of like when Hillary Clinton said in, in, in a fucking um, speaking engagement that we gave y'all voting rights and freedom. She said we did. And she said it was so much pride, so we gave you niggas that. So don't forget it. We supposed to wait, though. You see what I'm saying? That's the kind of shit that's behind a party like them Democrats. And and I, like I said, <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's just on the domestic side, man. It's it's so much. I ain't even got into the – I just have to say that for the, for the next show, um, uh, the breakouts of uh, the, the, all the new viruses that, that are about to be um, come upon people that's coming as a result of uh, that jab that they took. Yeah. We talk about this new polio number, you know, because you do you you do know the the state of New York has a state of emergency for polio right now. Yeah, you know that, right? Y'all know that New York has a state is under a state of emergency for polio. Talking about the rise of polio. Polio was eradicated in America in 1979. How the fuck is how does it? Where does it come from? Why, how does it just pop his head back up? Until you find out <clears throat> that this virus, this new polio virus, is a vaccine-derived polio. A vaccine-derived polio. Matter of fact, let me pull it up for you, fam. Let me pull it up. Let your girl pull it up for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You already know. Okay? Let me see and pull it up. Here we go. Okay? Now, if you ever seen Bill Gates, um, and he talk about his wanting to get rid of polio and how he's Always, remember how he's always giving those polio vaccines to uh, the people in India and all of Africans? He gives them, you ever peep? 
They never give shots in the arm for polio. It's, it's an, always an oral drop that they're putting in those, those folks' mouth. It's oral. Right? It's an oral vaccine. Because this is the type of vaccine that they give in third world countries. That ain't the polio vaccine that they give uh, uh, in Western countries, rich countries like America. That was always through a vaccine, a, a, you know, a dead, an old school dead, um, a dead virus, right? Right? It was always through a needle, never through oral. Well, the oral one uses live cultivated polio, the live cultivated polio virus inside of the oral vaccine, live. So it has the ability to get out and replicate itself throughout the population. Yes. Here we go. A particular kind of polio virus is spreading in the United States. Let's read. Here, let me put this over here so y'all can see it on my screen, in case y'all wanna. <clears throat> in case y'all wanna read along. Here we go. All right. It says a particular kind of polio virus. No thanks. Is spreading in the United States. The U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention has confirmed that the country now joins a list of around 30 other countries where circulation of the virus have been identified. Those countries include the United Kingdom, Israel, Egypt, Yemen, and two dozen African countries. The news announced September 13th comes after identification in July of a case of paralytic polio in an unvaccinated adult from Rockland County, New York. Public health officials found a case uh, was caused by, check it out, what is called a vaccine-derived polio virus. This spurred wastewater surveillance in Rockland County and surrounding counties because people shed the polio virus in their stools. The wastewater samples show that the virus was spreading in Rockland and neighboring areas. In response, New York uh, Governor Katie Holcomb declared the state of emergency on September 9th to expand access to polio vaccines statewide. Understand that every vaccine from here on out is delivered through mRNA technology. Understand that. Every fucking vaccine, period. Don't take no motherfucking shots, people. None. None. Not a flu, not a... None of that shit. Because we already know it's made to attack the immune system. And through these the FDA-approved shitty foods that they're going to continue... To, to create and to uh, uh, the shit they allow through the FDA is going, to, is going to be the combination that starts to kill off people. You understand what I'm saying? It's the breaking down of the immune system and what is something that you do every single day. It is the consumption of food. 
That's something that you do every day. So these these vaccines are made to continuously weaken the immune system that leaves you susceptible to the chemicals and everything else that come by way of the food that will get these motherfuckers sick and up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Cold-blooded. So the polio vaccine rates are around 60%. The virus has also turned up in New York City and Nassau County. While most people infected with polio don't have symptoms. Did you know that about polio? See, I, I didn't know. You don't even show symptoms of having polio. You don't even have symptoms. You don't even show symptoms. So it's kind of like, what? Asymptomatic polio carrier? Right? Because the only thing we've ever seen, like, right, because we, 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 we 70s babies. So we wasn't around in, you know, 1940s and 1950s when um, giving children the polio vaccines was like a major, major thing. So much so that people born in the 1940s and 50s have they have a um a mark in their arm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it says most it says while most people infected with polio have no symptoms, some might feel like they have the flu with fever, fatigue, and sore throat. In rare cases, the virus can cause permanent paralysis, and disease can turn deadly if that paralysis hits the muscles that control breathing or swallowing. Anyone unvac- unvaccinated is at risk of paralytic polio if they get infected. You see, they're trying to get people like us who ain't fucked around with no vaccines. Now they're scaring people with this polio shit. Oh, it's only affecting the unvaccinated. Really, bitch? Really? Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, y'all. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, it's the same playbook. You don't. You might be asymptomatic walking around here, according to them, with polio. According to them, walking around with polio and you don't even know you got it. So you should go get vaccinated. You should go get vaccinated to protect your neighbor from passing you passing polio to your neighbor, to your family, to your child. Yeah, man. That's what's going on, man. That's what's going on today. And it's about to be a lot more coming in, in, in the weeks, in the months, in the years to come. It is the constant breaking down and the attack of the immune system. Because once you are defenseless, the smallest of things will make motherfuckers severely ill. Severely ill. <laughs> <laughs> the nanoparticles are tiny lipid drops that transport and protect that the vaccine. Oh man. 
Oh, man. Hell yeah, uh, Bar L, that's what they want people to say. Damn it, I ain't vaxxed, so I, I, I got polio. Let me go get that polio vaccine. You see, because polio and the polio vaccine is seen as something that can be trusted, right? Because it's been around since the 1940s, right? And, it, and, and, and polio has supposed to have been um, eradicated. In 1979, see people who were uh, the 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 people who uh, can be swayed, who were who they weren't able to get with this one, could possibly be swayed with a polio vaccine because they might have more confidence in the vaccine, so to speak, because that vaccine has been around for over 60 years. I like when Don said they always got something for everybody. They got something for everybody. So they'll go, so they'll be able to get people who passed on this but are more traditionalists, so to speak, who might be in their 60s or something like that, who remember the polio vaccine. So they'll say, oh, I remember that. That's been perfected. That's been eradicated. I'll go take it. We did. I mean, we did. You know, my mother, my mother um, got all them childhood fucking things. Name of the game is not to take in, not to, I haven't taken a vaccine, any vaccine since I was 17. Since I, that was the last time I remember um, getting shot, I was 17. And it was because, um, it was for my physical to play ball. I remember that. It was the last time I got shot up. Yeah, I guess so. That was my senior year of high school. That makes sense, right? So, yep. After that, I ain't, t- I ain't been hit with a needle. Outside of them poking me to get my blood when I was pregnant. That was the last time needles have, have touched my body is when, um, during pregnancy. That, you know, them that, and then the IVs that they give you, of course, when you go into the hospital, and you, you know, when you're delivering, they, they, they hit you with the IVs, so they put, you know, put that in your vein. You know what I'm saying? So, but hey, that way it is, y'all, man, so. Damn, I still didn't get to read uh, Behold the Pale Horse. I really got to get back on that because I really want us to finish that book. I really want to dig into it. We only, like, just started Behold the Pale Horse. But, um, yeah, man, that's kind of like all I got for y'all tonight, fam. But, um, oh, um, um, here's another thing. Uh, oh, check this out. Before I get out of here, a Pfizer executive concedes that the COVID-19 vaccine was never tested on preventing. Shouldn't these people go to jail? Should they not be prosecuted and go to jail? Oh, so now they can admit, oh, it was never, oh, no, we never uh, tested it for prevention. They feel so comfortable that they can just say the shit. They can just say it now. They know they got a u- immunity. 
They know they you know that they have immunity. They have um, protective immunity from the government, so they can go ahead and say this shit now. Right? Don said murder, straight up murder. You know, it's it has been um it is estimated that over six million people since the first shots were given out, over six million people have died as a result right now. It's probably more than that. If that est- With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.